0: Everything that, Lord, we are is because of you. Our very lives ah, is because of you. This morning, Lord, have your way in this place. Be magnified, oh God. Be exalted, oh God. Oh, As you walk in the midst of your people this morning. Oh Jesus. Blind Bartimaeus cried unto you. And said Jesus. Son of David. Have mercy upon me. Some of us cried this morning. Jesus. Son of David. Have mercy upon us. Oh Jesus. Jesus. Oh, that leper came to you and said, Lord, if you will, if you are willing, I shall be made whole. He said, I'm willing. Be made whole. there's one, Lord, some of us need to be made whole. Some of us are broken within. And we need you to make us whole. Even the thief. hung beside you on the cross recognizing that Lord you are indeed God you are the son of God begged that he might be with you and he said yes today you'll be with me in paradise Lord your love is amazing your care so complete and so this morning Lord have your way you know every life in this room you know every need of every heart I ask Lord meet them, touch them heal them, deliver help we give you glory this morning forever oh God we shall worship for as long as you give us breath we shall worship because there is no other God beside you we bless your name this morning thank you for the opportunity to serve your people this morning and so speak through these lips of clay let your glory be manifest in the lives of your people in Jesus name in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering this morning. Amen. Amen. Last week I began um, a series on faith and I'm going back to it today. Amen. Today I'm ministering on the practice of faith. The practice of faith. Last week I spoke about the triumph of faith, triumphant faith. Amen. Today, I'm ministering on the practice of faith, and we will do what we did last week—that is, read together Hebrews chapter 11. But today, you just do one to eight. So let's all rise up, and we are reading together. Let's rise up. Oh, rise up on your feet, church. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11. Let's start from verse one, KGV. Amen. Let's go. One, two, three. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. And by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not yet seen, moved with fear, prepared an act to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receive for inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went glory to god this is the reading of god's word put your hands together and you may be seated in your presence the presence of the lord you know and i thank god that this thing wasn't working because where is your bible i, I said that everybody get a bible uh, oh some of you have if you have a bible lift it up whether it's the old ragga cross or a tablet amen but the thing is that everybody try and get a bible i know you have it if you let me say you have it but I bring it to church it's in your house right but bring it to church. You should read the script. Amen. Hallelujah. It is very good. This thing wasn't worse. Some of you actually have to crane your neck to look behind you. So please, bring get a Bible and bring it to church. Amen. Amen. Uh, one of these days uh, you will be surprised. You come to church. I'm standing at the gate inspecting Bibles. <laughs> Amen. Blessed be God. All right. So Bible says Abel offered unto God. Enoch please God. Noah being warned by God built an ark and Abraham went out of his father's house to a place not knowing where he went but just because he said God has said to him come out of your father's house to a place that ordained and prepared for you. Now the gallery of faith as I said to you that I call Hebrews chapter 11 talks about men and women who believed God Who had faith in God and because of what they believed in their hearts they did certain things which brought salvation which is prosperity to not only to their lives but to their families and to the world their faith brought miracles their faith brought deliverance from death to them and also some to their families amen so we see the workings of faith we see the practice of faith the things that these people did out of their faith, because of what they believed, they did certain things. Amen. And Apostle Paul declares, even concerning our salvation, Ephesians 2. Why is this thing not working today? Let's get it working. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. He says, for by grace are you saved through faith. It is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. Lest any man should boast. None of us can boast that we were, we were more righteous. That's why we are saved. If you are born again today, they can't say, oh, as for me, it's because I was good. No. For God took every one of us out of sin, you know, out of the Mary clay. And Bible says he has set our feet now upon the rock, which is Christ. So faith, our faith brings us salvation. It's our believing that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Who came to die for our sins? Who took our place? Amen. He died for our sins and he did not remain in the grave, but he's risen from the dead. Hallelujah. He's alive forevermore. It is our faith in that that brings us salvation. So what the apostle is saying is that salvation is by faith in Christ. And our faith is what we believe. Amen. Our faith is what we believe. Amen. So sometimes faith sounds like a very... Spiritual words, but just say believe. Amen. Romans 10:17 says that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. As you hear the word of God, it builds up faith within you. When the word of God comes to you, you listen to it, it comes or you read it, it builds up a belief, faith within you. Last week I said to you, I asked you who has seen God at any corner. That's physically. None some have seen God in a vision. Some of us have also seen God, Christ. But how many people saw God before we became born again? None. Amen. None of us was there when Christ was born of the Virgin Mary. None of us were, were there at the crucifixion on the cross. We have heard it. We heard it and we believe it. We heard it through the word of God and we believe it. We believe that it is the truth. I thank God that I had occasion or the opportunity to go to Israel. Um, you can't get enough of this, my Israel trip. Get, get ready. Every day, my because it's done something within me. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, put your hands again, Thank God. So, because I've seen some of the sites, I've seen some of the places, not um, making me believe more, but it's confirmed and affirmed something within me. Amen. I pray that you get the opportunity to go. Amen. So, our faith, our, what we have believed as a truth has built up something within us. And by this, we believe. And this faith I'm talking about, people have died because of their faith in Christ. Most of the martyrs died because they would never, they wouldn't renounce Christ. They said, renounce Christ or you will kill you. They said, I won't renounce Christ, kill me. So people have died because of their faith. And by this faith that we have, we believe Him. We believe we have believed in Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. And that is the point, or that's the the place of what I call the divine exchange. And I hold on to that so much because there's been a divine exchange made for me and for you, where Christ took our sin and made us righteous, where Christ took your disease and healed you, where Christ took the curse that was laid upon us because of sin, He became a curse for us so that we might be redeemed from the curse. We might rather receive the blessing, Amen. Where He He took our poverty. That we might become rich. That divine exchange that was made at the cross. Once you believe this, once you believe this, you are appropriated, you can be healed any day. Yes. You can be lifted out of poverty any day. Because truly there has been an exchange made for you. And this is the faith we have in Christ. And and our faith justifies us before God. You are justified because you believed in Christ. I remember when I was newly born again, I used to wonder why God said, kiss the son, lest he be angry with you. Then later I realized that if we do not worship God, anyone that doesn't doesn't receive Jesus as their Lord and their Savior, what you have done is you have despised the, the gift of God, the sacrifice of God. God gave his only begotten son to die for your sake, and you have rejected it and despised that gift. Will God be pleased with you? Of course not. Amen. But when we have faith, we believe in Christ, it brings us into the pleasure of God. Amen. That's what sanctifies us, and that's what brings us into righteousness, where God justifies us as if we've never sinned before. Even though we are all sinners, but because of your faith. God doesn't see you as a sinner. God sees you as righteous under that sacrifice, under the covering of that blood. God doesn't see you as a sinner. And he said, even your sins, he doesn't remember anymore. He has thrown them into the sea. Why? Because you have had faith in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So our faith in Christ justifies us before God. Amen. And, And sets us apart unto God. So every believer, you, you are unique. You are set apart for God. You are not the ordinary person anywhere. No, 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 no. No, No, you have been set apart. God calls you his own. He gave up one to get all of us. God gave up one, his son, in order to make sons of all of us. So, imagine the same way that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that he could get you. Will he despise you? Will he throw you away? Will he not care? Are you understanding me? Some of us, you buy something and it's so expensive, you hide it until you can't find it. Some of us, you hide something until you can't find it because it's so precious. So you can imagine how God feels about you and I. Amen. Now this morning, the word I'm bringing to you is that faith is a fact and faith is also an act. Faith is an act. What we believe in anything will always have an effect on us. What we perceive and how we perceive anything will have an effect on us. It will have an effect on our thoughts. It will have an effect on our speech and our actions, what you believe, will have an effect on you. It doesn't matter whether it is um, negative faith, wrong believing or right believing. Because there are two types of faith. Negative faith and positive faith. I remember last week I spoke to you about the armed robbers who are going on, on, on operation. That even they have a kind of faith that this tonight will hit. And that hit or that belief is a kind of faith but it's negative faith because it stores a negative um, result. But every one of us has faith. Don't tell anybody I don't have faith. You have faith. Let's go to Romans 12.3. Bible says, for I say through grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt unto every man the measure of faith. So God has dealt unto every one of us the measure of faith. The unbeliever has faith in something, okay? The person who says they believe in Kukufri has faith in Kogufri. That's why this one, when we sing about the name of Jesus, some of you are sitting there, I said, come on, this is what, Really? Listen, people believe in the name of Kwekufri. When they say Kwekufri, they lie down. They fall prostrate. People believe in all manner of names. And when the names are mentioned, my mother, is, she knows where I'm going now. <laughs> you know, ma, please, I have to go there. The word is coming. <laughs> you know, my mother comes from Akwungufi. And there was a mighty king. A mighty chief, paramount chief. It's called Nanakwafakuto. And I mean, he was very good. Powerful. 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 And so, when they're in the car, the car is going to have an accident. He's all calling upon the name of Jesus. They'll say, (laughs) Nanakwafu, Nanakwafu, Nanakwafu. Believing that, the name of Nanakwafu. But you see, it's not Nanakwafu. It is not Muhammad. It is not Buddha. It is a Hare Krishna. I mean, bring it. Bring it. It's, thank you. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, our we, we, we faith, the born again believer or the believer has faith in Jesus because Jesus is truly the son of God. Amen. So, God has given us a measure of faith. I talk about negative and positive faith. The negative faith is like what those people had, you know. Faith in a name that doesn't hold any power. But we, our faith is in God, who is the creator of the heavens and the earth. The possessor of the heavens and the earth. The one who carries power to do anything and everything. So when we are in a car and the car is like going there and you shout, Jesus. Angels appear and they stop the car. Is somebody with me? Oh, put your hands together. Amen. So, we, everyone has been given a measure of faith. We have also received faith. God has given to us a measure of faith that we need for life, for success, and for everything, for breakthrough. Now, we have received the measure of faith. Our duty is to build it up. Build it up. You must build up your faith. Your faith must be built up from small faith or weak faith To increasing faith from increasing faith to strong faith from strong faith to great faith that means at different levels in faith and that's why I'm spending these three weeks ministering to you on faith and my purpose the purpose of my heart laid upon my heart is to build up your faith to show you what faith is to teach you faith so after this time you you will walk in faith you will seek to build up your faith amen because by faith I mean, you can move mountains. Jesus taught his disciples how to move mountains. And when I say mountains, somebody say, oh, you are talking about problems. Yes, but I'm also talking about literal, real mountains. I read a story once of a woman, an old woman who... Um, wanted a certain mountain to be removed she was in a village and she said that this mountain would be removed, she believed the mountain would be removed. and people laughed at her to scorn not long after that, a company came who were coming to build something in the area and they used that mountain they quarry that mountain it became a quarry, that they broke stones from it and, and truly brought it down so your faith will work how it work you don't know by all you know that, it works Amen. It works. I have discovered how to move mountains, and I found that in Matthew 17, 20. Jesus said to them, listen, Jesus and Peter, James, and John went up to the Mount of Transfiguration, and when they were coming down, Jesus saw there was uh, something going on with his disciples and some people. He said, what's happening? And then they saw a man said he brought his son to be healed, to be delivered, but the disciples could not cast out the demon, and Jesus cast out the demon. And later on, when they went back to their whatever they said they asked, Lord, why couldn't we cast out that demon? Because they had been used to casting out demons and you know healing the sick. And Jesus said to them, Matthew 17, 20. And Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for verily, that means truly I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a master seed. In fact, I, I regret not buying master seed because I saw in a shop bowl of master seed beans. I, I wanted to buy, for god I wanted to give everybody a mustard seed. You see how tiny it is. He said, if you have faith, as small as a grain of mustard seed, which is supposed to be the smallest of seeds, you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. He said, if you have that tiny faith, and you say. The practice there is, and you say. You have the faith. But if you do not go on with the saying, the faith is within you. Do you understand? He said, If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, and you say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea or to yonder place, it shall be removed and nothing shall be impossible to you. Jesus' disciples had been challenged by this demon, not be able to cast out. I'm telling you, there are some demons that are very stubborn. Yeah, but don't tell them their story because the more you tell them their story, the more stubborn they will be. I remember one day I was in a situation, I call it a situation, with a demon. And, I, and this was serious, I think i felt told you before. In Buffalo, New York, in, in, the, in the basement of somebody, and this woman had this demon. And when the demon comes, you know, it comes and goes upon her, she wants to kill her two-year-old child. So she told my friends, and I was visiting my friends, and they said to me, oh, Leanne, you know we know there's a way you do we have this friend who has this problem that she often feels like killing her child and so when the feeling comes upon her she will drive her child quickly to them and then maybe after three days when she feels okay she'll come for the child and so we know you can help her so we are going to call her Missy me okay so they brought this woman I mean she was thick tall and look at tiny me tall huge American lady White. And then, so we had a conversation, and as we were talking, I said to her, This thing is a demon. She went off. It's not a demon. It's you, black Africans in Africa, who are filled with demons. I'm, said, I'm a, a white American accountant. Don't tell me I have a demon. I said, Okay, there's no argument about this. What else see with me? I said, Okay, then go home. But when you go home and you understand and you make up your mind, come back she went home and under 30 minutes she called back <laughs> she called um it was jimmy jim right yeah jim's wife and she said leanne you are right i'm coming back i said okay she came back and my mom was like two years or three years old and i was with her so i gave my mom to his wife i forgot her name and they went upstairs and i took her to the basement or the I, she was she goes to the basement Went to the basement. I didn't think. So we get to the basement, and then I pray, and the Holy Spirit says, start talking to her about love. So I started talking to her about the love of God. I mean, every scripture I know about love in the Bible, I start quoting and talking about love. And those are keep on talking about the love of God. So I was on and on and on and on. Then suddenly I heard the Holy Spirit say, watch it. And like, I'm watching. Then she's sitting in a chair like this, and I see her fingers going like this. So I was watching her, and those are keep on talking to her about love. This thing is love. That will take it out. So I kept on. We were watching her critically. Then I had stand up. Quickly, I shot up. I stood up. And the minute I stood up, she also went up and... And then because I was up first, I was in control. So I said, in the name of Jesus. I said, sit down. In the name of Jesus. Then she sat down. I said, I bind you. So we start. This is the beginning. You don't clap yet. <laughs> so we start. I said, in the name of Jesus, come out. Then she goes, ha, 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 ha. And I said, in the name of Jesus, come on, I command you out, come on. Oh, oh. And she was saying, ha, 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 ha. And the Holy Spirit, she said to me, she's mocking you, don't get angry. She wants to get you angry so you can't cast it out. And she laughed. Then I kept on commanding it out. Then I said, you stop, on Spirit, come out. Then that one did, with your powers. Then she said, you are not mature. sure. You are not mature. sure. In that, in a guttural voice. Nice one, her voice changed like no gutra. You are not amateur. you're not amateur. ha ha. Hey, the mad day. By this and the whose kept, saying, don't be afraid. I'm here, don't be afraid. I said, Okay. So I was on and on and on. Then suddenly I heard that say to her, and I obeyed I said, Okay. So she said, You can't get me out. You cannot get me out. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. And I the Lord said, I shouldn't get into the argument with her, you cannot kill me. Otherwise it will be back and forth. I should take authority. So then I said, God, I was tired. So I said, okay, see Jesus there. He's going to get you out. And I pointed to a place in the room and it's so when she looked her eyes became frightened. Then she went, oh, oh, she went, like that. And she went over and then suddenly some slimes are coming out of her. On and on and on and on. And I was coming out with the powers. Come out. Jesus name! Come out. Then, many have him. Then finally, you know, I was like, she got up and she hugged me. When she hugged me, the goose people or goose bombs that came upon me. (laughs) But she said, "Oh, I thought he was going to kill you. I thought he was good. Thank you. So I thought he was going to kill." And she was referring to him as him. I thought he was going to kill you. He wanted to kill you. But Jesus came. Jesus does love me. Jesus Jesus came. Jesus came. Jesus came. And so she told me that when I said, see Jesus, she saw Jesus, but not just did Jesus make him out. She saw him with his hair like white and and fire from his eyes. And she saw a sword and he went like this. And it was a distance and the sword entered into her. And that's what got the demon out. So I'm telling you something. There's power in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's power in the name of Jesus. He said, because of your unbelief, you could not cut out this. But if you have faith as little as a master seed, you shall say. The power is in the saying. When you say, the mountain shall be removed. I want to tell you what, every one of you is a demon caster. Every one of you is a demon buster. Do you understand me? Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit within you. And you've been given power and authority in the name of Jesus to work the works of Christ. So, perchance, maybe next week you, you encounter some demons somewhere. Don't be afraid. Take my strategy. Amen. In the name of Jesus. You see, so Jesus was giving these people, his disciples, an eye-opener that is not the size of your faith. But it's a practice of it. When you use it, you see, if you, even if you have great faith and you don't use the faith, it is nothing. It does nothing, amen. And if you have little faith, it's the same thing, it's nothing. The, the working of your faith is what brings the solution, amen. Things become, it becomes operative. Faith becomes operative when you use it. Now, I'm reading 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 18. Bible says, and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where there was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed through the town, he turned there to eat. But the story continues, I'll just paraphrase it, that this woman who received Elisha in her house said to her husband, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. There are men of God, there are men of God, some are holy, some are unholy, but this is a holy man of God. Let us make him a bedchamber so that anytime he comes, he will find a place to rest. You see, she wanted to, to have the presence of God in her house. So, I let me make him a bedchamber. So, in the bedchamber, she put a bed, a table, and a lamp, so he could read or whatever. And so, this little bedchamber was there, gave him accommodation. And every time he came, they would feed him. And he would pray for them and everything. But one day, he said to his servant, I think Gehazi, and he's a, this woman, what can we do for her? Because she's been so gracious to us. And he said, "Well, I call her." They called the woman. The woman said, "What can you do for me?" I'm a woman of substance. I mean, I'm 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 half I mean, because she was rich. Then Gehazi said to him. Gahazi was very observant concerning. He said, "Perfect. She's old. Her husband is also old, and I've not I've not seen a child running around this house. They don't have a child." So, Elisha calls her and told her that in the season of life by this time, you have a child. She said, don't deceive me. Don't, don't, don't lie to me. I mean, I'm sure she's gone the mill and nothing was happening. But surely, she does have a child. The Bible says the child grows. And one day, the child goes with his father to the, to the farm in the field and says he has a headache. And the father sent him to his mother. They brought the child to the woman and... As the woman was holding the child, trying to give his some advice to someone and everything, the child dies. Now, when the child dies, this is where we see faith in action. What does she do? The Bible says that she put the child on the bed of Elisha. the bed she had made. And that's why every one of us must make room in our house for God. I'm not talking about making a room, but there should, you should have room in your life for God. People don't have room in their life for God. You you can be chasing wealth, you can be chasing everything, but if there's no room in your life for God, a day will come where what you are chasing will not be able to help you. Telling you. Telling you. So make room in your life for God. So she put the child on the bed, and then she went out and she said to her servant, go and tell my husband to send me a, a servant with a donkey or, yeah, a donkey or something like that. So they sent for... The husband to bring it has my ask ask him is is everything okay but this is not the time of the all-night why is she asking for the donkey to go up to the mountain to see the man of God and she said tell him it is well so she was going watch this the woman never lifted up a cry to cry no she didn't lift up a cry no lamentation because within her, she had a certain faith and purpose. And she was walking and working towards that purpose. So she was going, and the man of God saw her coming from afar and said to Gehazi, ah, Is that God that shunamite coming? He said, Yes. He said, Go ahead and ask her. Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the whole house? Everything? And she responds to Gehazi, Yes, it is well. She didn't tell Gehazi that the baby is dead, the boy is dead. Then she gets to the man of God. And when she gets to him, she falls at his feet. And still, she doesn't say that the child is dead. She said to him, did I not tell you, do not lie to me? She never said, my child is dead. She said, did I not tell you not to lie to me? And then the man of God got the revelation that the child is dead. You see, she knew for a fact that the child was dead. But she believed her faith was that God has the power through his servant to bring to life that child. And that was her faith. And she was working in that faith, walking in that faith. That's why she kept on saying, it is well, it is well, it is well. Today it's become a cliche. Maybe I will say, oh, it is well. When you say it is well, believe that it is well. Don't just say it because everybody says, oh, it is well, it is well. Listen, when you say it is well, believe it is well, and it shall be well. Hallelujah. Amen. She knew that the boy was dead, but she never opened her mouth to say that the boy was dead. She believed that the boy could be raised to life. And to say that the boy is dead, her confession would be her faith. Because she said the boy is dead. That means she has accepted that the boy is dead. That was her faith confession. That's why we have to watch our words. Sometimes we say, Me what are we saying? Today, I ban anybody and everyone from saying, oh, in, in, in Migbo. no. Because she, you are saying lightly. But demons will pick those words because it's a faith confession. She never uttered the negative. Amen. She, she had a faith within her. Her faith was in God and her faith was in the servant of God. And that's why she put the boy on the bed. And even then she had the revelation about the anointing and the transfer, the, 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 power, the, the fact that the, the anointing is transferable. So she believed that there was power on that bed. That's why she put the boy there. Amen. Your faith must be put into action. James says, faith without works is dead. He says, show me your faith without works. And I'll show you my faith with works. Because faith must give rise or birth to works. Amen. Second Chronicles 20, 20 B says I believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. Not every prophet, true prophets, because they are prophets and they are prophets. She laid the boy on the bed of the man of God and believed that there would be a transfer of power into the boy. No negative confession. Let's stop negative confessions about yourself, about your children, your wife, or your husband. Oh, as for this, my son, dear, stop it. The words of your mouth are powerful. You are a spirit. Every one of you here, you are a spirit. In this room, we have all your with so many spirits. Those we are seeing bodies, and there are also spirits we don't see. Angel spirits are also here. So this room is full of spirits. Amen. Every one of us, and people have different kind of operations in their spirit. You see, okay, let me not divert, let me go straight. So there was no negative confession. And so her faith action was to put the boy on the bed and then also go up to see the man of God. And that is how she operated her faith. She put her faith into practice and she acted on the word of God. And truly, she got her son back to life. She got her son back to life. Your faith will work miracles for you. Faith without works is dead. James 214 to 17. James says, what does it profit my brethren? Though a man say he has faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute for food, daily food, and one of you say to him, depart in peace, be warmed and be filled. Notwithstanding, you give them not those things that they need or they, they ask for what is needful for their body. He so said, what does it profit? He so said, even so, faith without works is that being alone. Being alone. Your faith without works is that being alone. Faith alone without works doesn't bring the complete solution. And what he says is that if I come to you and I'm hungry and I, I, I don't have clothes and I'm naked I'm, or maybe I don't have enough, and you say, oh, apostle, it is well with you. The Lord will bless you. It is well. Go in peace. Be warm. Be filled. And He didn't give me food. He said, What is that? It doesn't solve it. So, what you believe must be put into actions. And often, Christians will speak words of faith to, to one another without practical application. Amen. Practical help. It doesn't profit. And the worst one, once, once I went Oh, oh, you need to get a new car. Yo, I need to get a new car. So if you have the ability, oh, you need to get a new car, my brother gets. Then you are working, oh, my brother, baby, I don't have it, but you, you, wake up. you know, so our faith must, that's what James is saying. Because, because you know something, demons, even demons, they, they believe that there's one God. Demons know that the Satan is not God, they know, you see, but their faith is not given to action. And because that, they are not changed. You see, they believe, they know that God is God, but because they are not worshipping God, they are not going through the act of worshipping God, the act of obeying God, the act of submission to God. Therefore, it doesn't profit them. They don't submit, so they don't have positive result and no change occurs. So you say, oh, I believe in God, but you are living way how, or some way. You are not putting your faith to action. Your faith and your action, must there must be a corresponding, you know, Action to your faith. What you believe. What do you believe? Live it. We need to practice our faith. Amen. True scriptural and spiritual faith is shown by submission and obedience to God and to God's work. Word. When we are obeying God and we are submitted to God, you know it. It manifests in things that happen. Disobedience to God, you know, is not. It is it, not faith if you believe that god is you fear him we must fear god you also will show in your me there are people who don't fear god there are even men and women of god who don't fear god why don't you fear god they don't really believe that god is but you must fear god there are certain things you shouldn't even dare if you fear god because you know god is everywhere and he he, he you know some <laughs> one day i was in the office at the morning somebody came to me with some whole something about the the grace of god from another church, not from this church, holy people, not from you. Which one to get that car for yourself? <laughs> not from this church, from another church. A very reputable church. A pastor, a very reputable pastor. And she was talking about what her she was up to, and I said, when she was about, you know, apostles, the grace of God, and the divine grace of God. And I was there, I said, this girl's serious. And she was going about the, the grace, and not the grace that the grace had helped her to stop. But she was still in action, still in motion, believing that the grace of God was, you know, uh, covering her. Once she finished, I said, sister, grace is not the license to sin. Are you hearing me? Not you. She was shocked. I said, listen, the fact that grace abounds, the Bible says, doesn't mean the sin must also abound. The grace of God helps us. To overcome sin you can't say I will sinning." I'm sinning and the grace of God is there for me and the grace will cover me and because of grace I'll be all. you will not be alright you will get the end of whatever it is you see grace enables grace helps us Grace helps us in our weakness. Maybe we are challenged. You are, you, you are always tempted by something, but grace will help you out of it. Not that I'm going to do it and grace will cover me. No, 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 no. That's not how it is. Amen. Because faith in God, true faith in God, also is submission and obedience to the word of God. If we say we have faith in God, then we must be wholly submitted to God. Once, maybe sometimes you will be tempted. You go in and, hey, then, realizing you're wrong, ask for repentance and forgiveness. And you know, repentance is not, oh, the word, okay, remorse. Who gave me that word? Thank you. Repentance is not remorse. You know, the difference between, you are very quiet all of a sudden. Clap your hands, church. You see, we must get this thing right, for us to be overcoming Christians, we must get it right, because we are in a war with the the devil and he's been in this for so long he's a master he's a skilled warrior he's skilled. the devil is skilled i'm not lying to you he knows your weakness and he knows how to get you so we must be also skilled okay there's a difference between repentance and remorse remorse is i'm sorry i've been caught maybe you are stealing and you are actively stealing but then you are caught and he's view remorseful. He say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You are not really sorry, oh." And we say a true. We So he say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I won't do this thing again. Oh God, please, I will." We near Remorse is not repentance because, given the time, and occasion, and the opportunity, you will do it again. But repentance is that you are faced with it. Maybe you are caught. Maybe I'm not even caught, but then it comes to you, I'm wrong. It's like this. Total turnaround. Going this way, repentance. Turn around, going that way. That is repentance. And so as believers, we were going this way. We met Jesus. Now we have a consciousness of sin. Before we did, I, why am I diverting to this? But I think I have to say it. Listen, now we are sin conscious. Before you became born again, there were certain things you could do freely. No repentance, no remorse. If fact, you enjoyed, you were in it. Hey, You are there. But when you became born again, maybe you are still doing it, but this time not with a free mind. You are doing it too. You are in it. Maybe you get angry by heart, when you finish the, all the wildness, then you, you say, me you cry. But you ask God to help you. Yeah, that is, you you are sorry, because now you you, you are sin conscious, and that is where God can help you. Are, Are you hearing me? So, faith itself, our faith, true faith helps us, builds us up in our Christian life and our Christian work. You cannot be a believer and be the same way you used to be. It's not, it doesn't work. Being a believer, you are believing differently, you are changed. And that's what God is looking for in all of us. And it is that change that brings you victory in life. Amen. I keep on telling people, you see me very, very nice like this. You see me like, as you see me now. I am very nice. But truly, my, my temper, ask my mother. My mother used to pray about my temper. Oh, she used to pray. And she used to beat me about my temper. Oh, I'm telling you, not abuse. <laughs> but I'm just because she wanted it right the when I get angry it was terrible I mean and I was strong too just this little thing very very strong one day in I think six form. that's how close it is six form. one girl accused I and sister Dorothy about something I was so angry What about a book those the only way, like, how the only way we could get Daniel, you know, by prayer, also be books. And he so said, We have taken her book and we are reading it. Meanwhile, we hadn't. Or had we? Hmm. <laughs> I, but I was angry. That means we hadn't. And I picked her up. We were, we're on the veranda, St. Mary's. Veranda. You know, that's for me. I picked her up bodily. I was going to throw her over. So my classmates had to hold me and hold there and tackle me down and took it out of my hands. That's the kind of anger that I had. My husband knows. My mother knows. (laughs) Crazy anger. But when I became born again, I said, Lord, give me patience. Give me tolerance. Take this thing from me. It will not work as a believer to get so angry you want to kill somebody or throw somebody over there. I mean, never. And so God tampered me, and tampered me, and tampered me. I must warn you. But it's under control. Do you understand? So that's how I tell people, don't push me, don't push me. I don't want you to push me. Everybody says, listen, don't push me. Of course, I won't get to that. But you see, our faith must change us. Now, when I get angry, what I do is I I keep quiet. So if you realize I've gone very quiet on you, that means I'm very angry. Because I'd rather keep quiet than to open my mouth or to take action, to take faith in my anger, no. So God has taught me how to bring it under control. I just keep quiet and then I think about it and I I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, then it comes out. Then as if nothing has happened. So for every one of us, we all have our issues we had before we came to Christ. We are all works in progress. Do you understand? But the more you give into faith in God's word, what God's word says, He will help you. None of us is perfect here, too. Nobody is perfect in this room. So don't point fingers at this person, this person, this. Do this. Do this. When you are doing this, how many are pointing to you? Uh-huh. So stop doing this because all these are pointing to you. Understand, we are all work in progress, but our faith and our faith action will bring us to the place of true change, where we shall be changed to the glory of God. Give the Lord a clap offering. This was not part of my note, so, but I think it was worth saying. Amen. So, if we truly believe, we will manifest our faith through our thoughts, our speech, and our actions. I think that's what brought this on, right? Second Corinthians 4.13, I want to round up now says that we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, therefore I spoken. We also believe, and therefore we speak. According to our faith, we speak. According to our faith, we act. Faith is a spirit. And the spirit of faith within us should give birth to faith actions. The spirit of faith within you should give birth to faith action. Abraham was called the father of faith not because he didn't fail. This is a man who lied that his wife was his sister. This is a man who was very happy to accept the concubine that his wife gave him, Hagar. Oh, she did it have to say it two times. I mean, he had his faults, but he had faith. And it was that faith that caused him to leave his father's house to a place he didn't know. And it was that faith that caused him to more or less kill His son Isaac, he didn't finish the act, but when he picked the knife to slay Isaac, God stopped him. And in the mind of God, Abraham had done it. Well, had he not stopped him, he would have killed Isaac. And by which God testifies about him, that truly he is righteous and therefore made him the father of faith. He offered up Isaac, he gave up Isaac, his only son. God said, no, Ishmael was there, but God said to that, through Isaac will the promise of him become a father of many nations be. Then the same God says, bring Isaac and kill him. Sacrifice him for a burnt offering. Set fire to him. Burn him to ashes. That was how the burnt offering was. And Abraham takes this boy, goes with two servants. As they're going, the boy says, Daddy, I'm sure, that, I also, that, that's, that, would, that would be my break point. Daddy, here's a knife for the sacrifice. Here is a wood for the fire and the altar. But where is the lamp? Where is the, the animal we are going to sacrifice? And Abraham looked at him and said, God will provide for himself the animal, the ram, for the sacrifice. I would say, for me, that would have been my break point. I would have thrown down the knife and the wood and said, Isaac, that will be a And I tell God, H3. But he had such faith in God and his faith even then was in the resurrection of the dead because he believed that even if he killed Isaac, God was able still to fulfill his promise to him. His faith was working. His faith worked. Amen. Not just by his belief alone, but by his works. Amen. So it was a practice of faith that God caused God to say of him that now I know that you love me because you have not withheld even your only son, Isaac, from me. It was the practice of faith, not what he believed alone, but what he did. His action pleased God. And so if we also have faith in God, our actions must please God. And our actions is what will bring us also breakthrough in life, success in life. Your works mix with your faith will bring you breakthrough, and that is where we must live at, in that faith realm of our belief and what we do. Our works also help our faith to develop more and more, and perfect faith is that faith, that belief that is accompanied by actions, faith actions. So let us rise up, people of faith, amen, and walk in the practice of faith. And see the mighty power of God moving on our behalf. And it's a practice of faith that will also make you do greater works. Do you understand? It is a practice of faith that will make you also do greater works. The giftings of the Holy Spirit. You can never operate in the gifts of the Spirit without the action. You can never work miracles by the name of Jesus unless you take actions. You think it's easy for us, Pastor? You are standing here and God tells her, that woman there, there's something, this is the wrong here." To even open your mouth to say something like you are shaking. But if you have faith that yes, I've heard God, you go. and it is, that's it. Faith to pray for the sake is faith and action. You believe, you've heard, you believe, it is. and it is applicable for daily life, in your business, in your life as a mother or a father, a businessman, in your everyday life. Faith and actions is what will work for you. Let us walk and live in the practice of faith in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Rise upon your feet. My time is up. Amen. This one, you want to pray to God that God, increase my faith. And then the second prayer, you pray that Lord, let me practice, put into action my faith. Not just what I believe, but what I do with what I believe. And it's a deliberate thing you must learn to do. And that when you begin to do it, one thing, the other, one thing, it builds up. Close your eyes. Don't look at anybody. Because if you look at look at somebody else who even turn your faith around, because you see something else and your mind will be distracted. But I pray this morning that Lord, increase my faith. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself. Lord, increase my faith in your word, in what you say, In the truth of your word. Increase my faith oh God. Let me believe. Help me to believe. Let me to believe. To the place of overcoming. Every contrary situation in my life. Let me believe your word. As opposed to what I feel. As opposed to what the doctor is saying. As opposed to what I see in my life. Let me believe your word. Oh thank you Jesus. Pray. Pray. God this morning. It's an individual thing. Do it for yourself. Increase my faith, of oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Then you want to pray that, Lord, help me to put my faith into actions, into words, into deeds, into my speech. Let me live the faith life. Let me practice faith. Let me live by what I believe. Your word says. Let me walk in faith. Lift up your voice and pray the practice of faith. That is the place of victory. When you're able to turn your faith into actions. (laughs) Then you are operating in the faith realm faith realm is a realm of the supernatural so I pray this morning God, let me live the faith life, let me walk in faith walk in faith not sight we will walk by faith not by sight what you see will frighten you and terrify you but your faith will give you boldness and courage strength and power power of the overcomer Peter walked on what I told you last week because he walked, he practiced the faith. Jesus said, come, got out of the boat. We are praying this morning that, Lord, let me live the supernatural life of faith above the challenges in my life, above the contrary things I see. Maybe today you, you are in one position or the other, but by faith, you come out of that place lift up your voice and pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray this morning. Pray for yourself. People of faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice. Pray for yourself. Where there's faith, there's no fear. And so your faith will cause you to take actions, not of fear, not out of fear. Bible said the righteous are as bold as a lion. We are not walking in negative faith but in the faith of God which is the true faith that brings us overcoming power. We are strengthening that because the word of God is the truth of a fact. We declare by the word of faith and our actions in faith. We will make it. We will overcome we will come into new dimensions of power in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Jesus lift up your voice, stretch and pray I believe, therefore I speak I believe, therefore I speak when He said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, you believe it therefore you step out in faith but don't cower in fear Faith. That he that is within you is greater than he that is in the world. And you walk in that. You are not terrified by witches and their gang. You are not terrified because you know that the one who is in you, Christ in you, the power of the Spirit of God is more powerful. You walk in that faith. True faith is liberating. Faith with action is liberating. You are liberated in your spirit and in your soul. Lord, increase our faith. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.